from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict, episode 307. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's Blue Apron and Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Brad Dowdy. What's up, Brad? <laughs> Hello, Mike Hurley. How's it going? I'm good, sir. Good to be talking to you again. Two weeks off is a long time, even though we pretty much talk to each other like every day. People don't know that, though, remember? We kept the, we kept the mystery alive. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm the worst at blowing, blowing the mysteries because I like to tell. I'm a tell-all kind of guy, Mike. And one yeah, day there's no going to be a great here. book about you. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> in the dollar bin. Remember those dime novels? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Dowdy one of those dime novels. Yeah, tells all. It'll just be going to be Brad great. Dowdy tells all. It'll be one of those trashy novels. That'll be good. I'm going to write it that though. for sure. Mm, I'm going to write mm, the tell all Brad Dowdy book. Well, then it might be reasonable. No, I'll be a short. No, not not reasonable. Yeah. I'm going to tell all the secrets. Well, since I spilled that secret, uh, it, it was because you were traveling. Mm-hmm. And since I know what you were doing, and I know it wasn't a work trip, no. being a non-stationary trip and a non-techie trip, I want to know, for a pleasure trip slash vacation trip, do you bring any stationary on that type of trip? So I went, I was on my bachelor party in Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, because I'm getting married this year. Um, Brad mm-hmm. bailed on me. He was invited, but he couldn't make mm. it. Um, I do so worry brutal. with these things where like people will see pictures mm. and they'll be like, where's Brad? I love Brad so much. <laughs> Brad was invited, but but unfortunately, Brad had some family commitments, which meant he couldn't make it, which was very sad. Um, yep. But I'm seeing a lot of Brad what? this year anyway, so that'll make up for it. Mm. Um, but no... Uh, I, I don't take anything on a trip like this other than what is always in my backpack, um, which typically is, and it, what it is right now, it's a Field Notes dime novel. And mm-hmm. I think I have a, one, um, what is the one with the stars called? What is it called? The one the one that I really love with the uh, foil star. Night Sky. Night Sky. Night I was going to call it Sky at Night. Um, but that's not that's <laughs> that's a different one. Yeah, so I have that's a different I pen. Have the night, I always have a night sky and a dime novel just in my backpack, right? Just so it's ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using the Peak Design backpack right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we should put a link to that in the show notes because inevitably we get a thousand questions on that. The Peak Design, yeah, I will. It's the Peak Design Everyday Backpack is what I'm using right now, and mm-hmm. I really, really, really like this backpack a lot. Um, it is working very well for me at the moment, so I recommend it. Like thoroughly recommend it, um, and I also have with me. Uh, I typically have the Colt pen mechanical pencil in there because that's like a really good all rounder. Um, and I have a Retro Fifty One. I don't know what one I have in there right now, but it's just a Retro Fifty One, <laughs> and also a Sharpie. The, I mean that's a pretty good yeah. non-stationary stationary travel kit. Honestly, it's that's a like, good leave it in the backpack kit. Exactly, I mean. it's like my all around right. Like I know that it's going to be good. Like I know that what I've got like is going to be consistent. Like I'm I'm happy with that. You know, so that works. Right. Really, that has worked really well for me in the past, and so I just keep it all in there. You know, so I've got like the Retro Fifty One to fill out the customs forms, right? Um, I've got the mm-hmm. mechanical pencil to do whatever you might want to do with a mechanical pencil. And I have a Sharpie just in case, right? Like you never know what like right. Sharpies are just, they're just good things to have. So that's typically what I, well, it's what I always have in my bag. And then if I'm going on specific trips, I'll bring more, you know, I, I bring my fountain pens with me when I'm going somewhere where people want to see them. Um, otherwise I'm not going to use them. So there's no point. Right, like right. it doesn't, right. it doesn't make sense for me to bring one of my pro gears with me because I'm not, going to use it like for example i don't journal when i'm when i'm traveling um Mm -hmm. and nobody else really cares about seeing it and honestly when you're kind of out and about and running around right fountain pens are not always the best thing for that hence the edc pen right this you know like that whole idea the edc pen is like a rough and ready type of deal right and and that's kind of what i would use the retro 51 or the mechanical pencil for right just kind of if i need to be out and about but it's very rare right that i will honestly yeah, those types of pens solve different problems, mm-hmm. which is why they exist and why we like them. And uh, when you put this in the in the document, um, I misread mm-hmm. the question to say mm-hmm. any stationary bought on a non-stationary ah. trip instead of brought. <laughs> I was wondering why this was in there. <laughs> um, so I figure I may as well I may as well come clean 
to to the pen addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a watch. Mm-hmm. Now I've, you've been talking about I've mentioned this. this. You've, yeah. you've you've mentioned this on the show in the the Nakaya mm-hmm. conversations that we've had, and there was a, a lot of reasoning behind this. So why don't you spill the beans? Yeah, I've been saving for I think about a year for this. I've just been putting away a little bit of money wherever I could. Um, and it was kind of like it started in the Nakaya fund and then got got kind of shifted over into the watch fund. And I spoke about it. It's a mm-hmm. watch called um, the Metro Date Power Reserve, or depending on whether you're reading it in German, which I prefer, it's called the Gung Reserve, um, <laughs> because this is by a German company uh, called Nomos. They make really amazing watches uh, that I love very much. And I have had my eye on this watch for, I'm not kidding, probably two years. Like, I remember mm-hmm. the first time I saw this watch, we hadn't moved yet. Yeah. Right, so... And we've actually been talking about it for a while, even before, like, the the talking about the Nakaya mm-hmm. talk. So this is something I've had my own for a while, and uh, it was my friend Marco, um, who was being my kind of sherpa in this um to the point that mm-hmm. i had him come with me to the store because there was a there was a place <laughs> in austin that sold it um and honestly like it was about as much as it would have cost me to get it here but i wanted to buy it there because i could buy it with him um and i have it and i have been wearing it and uh brad i am in love i am in absolute love with this watch um it makes me very happy I love the way it looks. Uh, I love the little power reserve that it has. That's that little red dial that kind of fills up as it needs to be wound, mm-hmm. so you know that. But I also just love the detail of the little red. Um, and do you know what? Something else that I really love? The ticking mm. sound. <laughs> so like every you now and then... You don't get that then, anymore, right? No, I don't get that anymore. And every now and then, like I might be like holding my hand to my face or whatever, and I just hear the ticking. And mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, Apple should have a add a uh, ticking complication. It wouldn't that be the worst idea, honestly. Um, <laughs> but uh, Doug asked me if I'm going to wear it in the wedding. The reason I have bought it now is because I mm-hmm. want it for my upcoming wedding. Because I don't want to yeah, wear that, my Apple Watch. I never wanted to wear my Apple Watch. Um, yeah, this is the big life purchase, right? Yeah. This is the, I'm getting married, and this is the time you do the thing, and you've been saving up for it, and you did really, really well. Yeah, uh, I I love it. I don't know what my it is. It could, just to like to confirm, people, it's a mechanical watch. Um, it needs to be wound, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's got incredible gears on the back. Um, it is a beautiful piece that I've had my eye on for a very long time, um, and I love it very much. And I don't know what my future is uh, in regards to watch wearing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying, as I say, I've had this on since I bought it, so it's been like four days, and I haven't Mm -hmm. worn my Apple Watch during that period of time, and I'm trying to see what kind of effect that has on my life, and I'm changing some things around to see, like, if I decide to just go mechanical watch now all the time, what difference does that Mm -hmm. make? Because my Apple Watch has been a big part of my kind of system. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I need to if I, I need to see if there is another system that can work for me, um, or maybe like the excitement of this will like will taper off a little bit, and then I will wear it for what I expected to wear it for, which is nice occasions and weekends. That was kind of my original idea mm-hmm. of this, but as mm-hmm. it stands right now, I don't want to put my Apple Watch on. I just want to put this watch on. Yeah, and I think it's going to be that way for a long while. To be honest, I think. Eventually, you know, six or twelve months down the line, you'll start mixing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, you have you have the watch now. Like, this is like the rest of your life type of watch. Like, I've never made that purchase. I've always said I was going to make that purchase, and I never have. And like, I think that's kind of cool. But I am scared of something. Hmm. I have a the Twitter. The Twitter notifications on it. No, uh, <laughs> I I have a somewhat addictive personality. You know. Oh yeah, that's you no, know, that's one of the prime reasons why. Yeah. Oh, I know. And there are a heck of a lot of parallels between watches and pens. <laughs> Just a lot more expensive. Yes, and that's parallels. what scares me, Brad. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, yeah. that's all I have to say on that matter. But um, mm-hmm. basically, as soon as I put it on in the store, I understood the trouble I was in. Yeah, no no joke. Mm-hmm. 
You're going to have to get uh, Marco on the Watch podcast, though. That's not going to be me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that feels like... So this is similar to um, me and Stephen a long time ago put some consideration into a Lego podcast because we both mm-hmm. love Lego. But mm-hmm. quickly kibosh the idea on the basis of insane cost and space requirements. <laughs> right. Right. And this is like a similar right. deal. Like, I feel like I can mm-hmm. only have one show that, that causes me to spend th- like serious money. <laughs> and it's this one. <laughs> right. Yeah. It could be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like me and me and bags, even though that's a different, way different price point. It's uh, anything like with the addictive type of personalities and the, the shopping stuff and the new stuff. And yeah, it can be a problem. So I was in Austin. Um, and mm-hmm. I was actually with Dan and Tom at Studio Neat on the day that their Kickstarter ended. So that was a lot of nice. fun. And we have an episode of Thoroughly Considered that will be going out this week, which is the show that I do with them. Uh, so you'll be Recorded able- live in person? No, no. I re- we recorded it. We'll <sighs> move back at home again. Um, Losers. I know. We, we're, we're the worst. Uh, I didn't want to work, you know? That- I hear you. That's true. Good point. Good point. And um, they seem to be very excited about this world uh the 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 mark one was their most funded project of all time in dollars Mm -hmm. um which Uh, that that's actually kind of crazy to me yeah but that makes me feel real good right oh yeah see told you so you know (laughs) um so i i'm really excited to see what they do next we were talking we were talking they've got ideas is what i'll say they have ideas they have ideas that i am excited to hear more about um but first off i'm looking forward to seeing how they put this this product into into production um it is an awesome thing and i'm really excited for them so that's going to be really good to see yeah very cool I, I love that's one of my must listen to podcasts. I subscribe to a lot of podcasts. Sometimes I don't listen to every episode. Yeah. That one I always listen to every episode because I'm not they kinda, it's a big crossover for me. Yeah, it right, ticks all of your boxes, stuff. right? <laughs> yep. 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 So uh, I, another thing that ticks all of my boxes, Mike, I got I got the system. I got I got the Retro 51. <sighs> I got the hookup from friend of the friend of the show. Uh, sent me sent me a tweet and and, and he worked with uh, the dude and to ship it to me directly so I didn't have to make two stops and extra shipping so it's legit Mike it's uh mine's on the way it's, in it's the post yeah it's the one I it's it's really awesome it came out great I love the style um, it's very unique for Retro Fifty One I think and and just like the features that they added and the texture on like the the orbits of all the planets have that those lines are a little mm-hmm. bit textured and i missed on the uh when he was selling them at first like the little picture of pluto outside of orbit yeah um I, I sent him a text yesterday that my when my son picked it up he just goes ah pluto <laughs> he just started dying <laughs> laughing at it <laughs> i had to text mike that i thought that was priceless so i just giggled and uh yeah it's really great i'm really happy with this pen i think everyone who uh who gets one of these is going to be very, very happy with it. It's definitely worth, like this was a definite premium, you know, retro 51. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, maybe the most expensive regular one that I've bought, I Probably, guess. I don't, yeah. know. I don't really keep up and uh, it's, it's worth it. I I've been using it ever since I'm using it right now. So yeah, this is not one to, to squirrel away, you know, get this bad boy out and, and use it and enjoy the the beauty of it. I'm yeah, really, really excited about desk. it. So. I have like one yep. standard kind of or limited, you know, like retro fifty one that lives on the desk always. That mm-hmm. one's gonna that the currently it's the tiki one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a great one. But the 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 system is gonna it's gonna take that I spot. Think so. I think. Yeah, yeah. So my desk one right now is the play ball one, the black and white baseball one, which mm-hmm. is just beautiful. Um, this one will. Mm, I don't know if it'll replace it, but they'll go with side by side. So those are the two. That'll be the second one, and I have the the ice pop uh, pen addict one, which right. we're going to talk about in a topic we're going to hit later. My second which, uh, you'll is, be interested uh, to hear. I have the gift, the wedding gift one, but that's, that's, that's uh, a different thing. That's going to live there forever. So that's yep. a whole different thing. All right. Exactly. Should we take a break? 
yeah, let's talk about getting fancied up for your wedding. What are you going to shave with that day? <laughs> Harry's. It's the only way to go because <laughs> Harry's you is all it. about a great shave at a fair price, which is why over 3 million people switched to Harry's and you should join them too. Harry's founders decided to create the company because they were fed up with overpriced razors and they wanted to fix it. They knew that a great shave comes down to having great blades. It's simple. But not everybody does it. So Harry's makes their products. They're all made of sharp, durable steel that will last. And they also cut out all of the unnecessary costs, allowing them to deliver you one perfect razor at a fantastic price. Harry's offers high-quality blades at half the price that you will pay for elsewhere. at just $2 per blade. Harry's bought their own factory to make sure that they were going to have the highest-quality blades in the business. And their com- the company that the factory that they bought had been making blades for over 95 years, so you know they're good. And they even offer a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let Harry's know within 30 days, and they'll give you a full refund. But I bet you're going to be happy. And Brad, why don't you tell people why they're going to be happy with their Harry's shave? Well, today happened to be New Blade Day with Harry's. Day. So it's actually few and far between. Because the blades last so long, and I'm not an everyday shaver, I'm an every other day shaver, so my blades last a long time. I should I should write down like you know what the what the range is from start to finish of a blade for me. But uh, new blade day is always fun. It's like getting you know that uh, super high end shave at you know when you go to the fancy haircut place where you get like the you know the the fancy the fancy single blade and hot towel and all that stuff. That's what it, it feels uh, amazing right out the gate and stays amazing right until uh, you say, hey, maybe time to swap this one out. Harry stands behind the quality of their blades, but they know that switching razors, that's not an easy decision if you've been using someone for a while. So they wanted to make it super simple by creating a trial offer for you. You can get a $13 value trial set that will come with everything that you're going to need for a close, comfortable shave. It has a weighted ergonomic razor handle inside, a five precision engineered blades of a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Just go to harrys.com slash penaddict right now and you can redeem your special offer and let them know that we send you. That is harrys.com slash penaddict. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show and Relay FM. So... As an introduction to this next topic I would like to discuss, I want to go on record saying that I know that I'm the king of recency bias, and I know I'm the king of hyperbole, (laughs) but I finally got my hands on the Sailor 1911 Royal Tangerine, you know, the orange and rhodium trub, you have it, we've been talking about it pretty much since January, I guess, when first word came out about it. And how much I loved it. And I wasn't going to get it just because, like, I don't need it, right? But my friends at Goldspot Pens sent me one to review. And I'm just completely smitten with this pen in a way I didn't think. I thought it would be awesome, another sailor, which I love. But, you know, when you're reviewing like your favorite pen over and over again, it seems like there's a chance like the next one could be not as special as the previous 10 (laughs) that you have. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's also why you have 10 of them already because they are special. What I found out about this pen and myself was number one, I didn't have this size. So the 1911 is not my preferred shape, which is one of the reasons I held off on this. It's the conical end pen as opposed to the flat ends in the pro gear. Yep. Which is why I had always held off from 1911. Right. Secondly, if I had bought my own, I would have just gone for the large version. I prefer, in general, the large versions, especially the Pro Gear, probably more than the 1911 now, um, of you know their mainline pens. So the the Pro Gear comes in. It's Pro. It's they call theirs Pro Gear Slim and Pro Gear Standard. While the 1911 is 1911 standard and 1911 large, I wish they'd kind of sync that up. Um, but anyway, there. this is the standard one, meaning it's the small one. What I found about this pen is I want to carry it everywhere. Like this is, while it's an expensive thing to say that this is a pocket pen, you know, like an almost $200 pocket pen. That's what this feels like to me. I want to carry this pen like I carry my Kavecos. Those are my pocket pens. Like a lot of my fountain pens live in pen cases. 
because they have clips and I don't want to stick them. Like I'll clip them to my shirt pocket, but I don't want to toss them in my pocket necessarily. Like I don't mind leaving the house with them, but they're usually like in a shirt pocket, not just in a, in an, I don't care play as much place like a pants pocket mm-hmm. or shorts pocket. This pen I just throw in my pocket and go, and it's awesome. It's like the best fit, the best feel, the best size, the best weight. You know, it's lightweight. It's the smaller nib of the two sizes. Um, I think the tapered ends, you know, helps it like you know slide into a jeans pocket. You this know, this is not small. This pen, like I have the small, no, 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 right? Do you know what I mean? Like they call it like the small and the large, but like the mm-hmm. small would indicate you've got a pocket pen, but no, like this is bigger than a pro absolutely gear, not right. Like it's 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 like significantly longer yes. than a than a standard size pro gear. I don't know that they're it's like slightly thinner. Like the body, it's kind of I would say is somewhere in between a slim. And a, and a regular pro gear like when you're holding mm-hmm. it in your hands kind of from a thickness perspective i wasn't i in the same way like i just bought it i wasn't really paying attention and i was concerned that i wasn't gonna like the small but i actually do mm-hmm. I, I think the large would be too big for me i i have not been able to use my joke now which i'm just gonna say anyway now it won't be as funny hey brad welcome to two months ago <laughs> right <laughs> this is yeah. like i you know i try to be cautious and i go in waves right like I'll I'll you know preach like caution and patience and waiting and then I'll go and do something stupid for like a month straight right like I'm I'm the I'm my own worst enemy as far as like you know budgeting and balance in the force and pictures of my closet you know so it's um I don't know I I, I love this pen. It's and unbelievable. I didn't think, it's so I didn't good. think I would love it. You haven't even spoken about the color, right? Like <sighs> Because I still don't know what color this is. It's, it is it's, the most it, vibrant orange I've seen in a pen because it kind of yeah. it transcends regular orange, which sounds like such it's a com- stupid sentence to say. But once you see the pen, you understand. It's like this is so, it, like, it feels like a color that you shouldn't be able to, to just make. Like it's really mm-hmm. weird. I love it. So you and I, one of each of our favorite pins is the orange Pro Gear yep. from the stock lineup. It's got black uh, grip section and black finials. Mm-hmm. And we always said, boy, that's a great orange pin. If you put that Pro Gear it looks up to dull. this tangerine, it looks like cantaloupe. Yeah, it's just like I look at it now and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was regular orange. This this pen's impossible to photograph. It's impossible to describe. That's why I said it always does, does so well at shows. Like when I was in Arkansas mm-hmm. and working for Dan for an hour or two, people couldn't help but pick this pen up. Yep. It was the strangest thing. So this is going to be like my carry pen. Like bang it up, destroy it, throw it in my pocket with my keys, and love every minute of using this pen. Good. That's what I'm most excited about this pen for. That's good. Uh, and I'm, I'm surprised when I got it. I, I mean, I knew, of course, I was going to like it, right? But was I was it going to be, you know, air quote worth it? Um, it, it definitely is, and uh, yeah, I don't know what it what is. Nib, you got a medium, right? Uh, medium fine, medium so fine. Okay, I'll only go full medium on sale or on the larger sizes, which I don't even like doing that. I'll either go fine or medium fine. I have enough extra fines to um, suit me for a while. I don't need any more sailor extra fines. Yeah, I have a medium fine on my uh, Rialo, right. and I actually was surprised how much I like that nib. Like, I like mm-hmm. that nib a lot. It's a it's a great nib. Like, it it is firm, right? Like a, like a fine mm-hmm. would be for me. But I don't feel like I'm scratching across the page, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great writing nib size. I think for most people, like Sailor Fines could be too fine. And Sailor Mediums are generally pretty good writers. I think, obviously, the, the medium fine in between those is a, is a great spot to be. It's it's a very smooth, like right out the box, works perfectly, and has a great line width that's not too wide for me. Um but it's not super fine and firm and scratchy like a lot of my EFs, which I enjoy. I just don't need every pen to be exactly the same. So yeah, the MF was a, no, it's a good like choice. I got the zoom on my 1911 because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted something that was completely different. Like I don't have a zoom nib mm-hmm. and I have more than enough sailor pens with a medium nib on them now, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm good. Like I'm good. I have like four, like I'm fine. Right. And I right. wanted something, I wanted something that made this pen, different and also 
usable in different ways, right? Like I, I like um, so someone asking the chat room, Zoom, Z O O M nib, Zoom nib. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's uh, they're the nibs that have the kind of you. It's quite chunky at the end, and you can turn them upside down and side, on the side, and they write in different kind of line variations. They're really cool. Um, but I just like I use my pens in different ways, right? You know, I use like a couple of pens every day, and I'll use some of my more wild nibs to write out headings for stuff, you know, and to to like draw attention to things on the page. And then I use my re more regular nibs, my mediums and fines if I have any, um, or like a you know like a ballpoint or whatever to write my actual notes for the day. Because I don't know, trying to write notes with a Zoom nib, that's going to be a difficult thing to do yeah uh, for kind sure. of for, for an entire day because you you're going to get a lot of ink and it's all going to be really close together you've got to kind of really think about that um but i absolutely adore like just adore this pen it is wonderful um and again it's just like it's just another reason why i've been on this sailor kick because i put them all in my little pen block over here and it is just a just a beautiful <laughs> collection of pieces that i own yeah, so let's talk about, let's have the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde portion of the show, because this brings up my hesitancy to purchase it in the first place, because I want, I'm, I'm getting a little bit confused and maybe a fraction worried at the pace Sailor is going with these limited editions, like, it seems like only last year we got like one or two North American exclusives. This year it seems like one every other month. Like the Stormy Sea one just came out. You know, I'm going to get the Ocean one in, you know, this summer, which is the other reason why I didn't buy the Tangerine. And just on and on and on. It's like, I, it's a lot, Mike. It's it's too much, in my opinion, for a brand that I love. And like, and I'd be the first one to tell you if Sailor came to me tomorrow and said, hey, you want to make 100 units of a pen? I would be jumping through the roof and I'd be adding to the problem. But just from the outside looking in, man, they're going berserk with these limited editions and small runs and crazy colors. I It's getting a little bit worrisome just from a consumer perspective. It's obviously working them from a brand and a retail perspective, right? They're selling the heck out of them and we obviously love them, but from a consumer's perspective, we're getting a Pokemon thing going on here. Doesn't bother me. Because yeah. you mentioned like the Pokemon thing, right? Got to catch them all. Mm -hmm. That's not mm -hmm. their problem. That's like your problem. Sure, sure. Right? Like I don't oh, That's why I said this is not a problem for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you feel like you need to collect every pro gear, right? Like that is a that is a very bad choice you have made because they're expensive. Yeah. And my feeling really is that I like that they're doing all of this because it gives mm -hmm. us more choice. Like that you are more likely yeah. to be able to pick up a sailor pen that meets your aesthetic requirements now than ever before because they're making a bunch of them themselves. They're doing a bunch of special editions with, with any company that will wink at them, right? Mm. But I have no problem with Retro 51 doing this. And But it's not just True. a cost-based thing for me. Like, I, I like that Retro 51 do it for the same reason that I like that Sailor do it because... It keeps things fun and fresh, and you be able to, and you get to make some like you get to pick something that really speaks to you, which I think is really important anytime you're spending any amount of money, like not just to buy something because, but like to buy the one that is for you, right? Like the one that like mm -hmm. really matches your aesthetic desires, and so I think it's cool that we have all this choice. I I understand why somebody might say like oh this is you know that they're, they're making too many blah 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 but for me that's only a problem if you feel a requirement to collect them all and if you feel a requirement to collect sure. them all you made a bad decision somewhere along the way in my opinion because it's too much too expensive because yeah. it's too expensive like you know you're looking at 170 to 250 dollars a pop like that's too much right. to collect like you can have a small personal collection like i do which i'm going to keep building to but it's the same as retro 51 for me in that i just buy the ones that i want and the ones that I can afford, and I make those decisions whenever it's right for me. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it's like for example, I really want the um, King of Pen, right? Pro Gear King of Pen. That's what I want, and I decided not to buy it, Atlanta, because mm -hmm. the what is available right now in King of Pen is not what excites me. Like I like mm -hmm. yours, the Ocean, 
And what they have available right now is sky. like... Sky. 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 Sky, that's the one. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, Ocean's Coming, isn't it? Ocean's... Yes. Um, I think it's available now, actually. But Sky, I love Sky because it was this really bright blue demonstrator. And they have a clear demonstrator available right now, but that just isn't the one I want. And the Ocean, that is there. I think there is some translucency there, but it's nowhere near the same as yours. So it's like, well, that no. doesn't that doesn't tick the box that I want. So I'm going to... I'm going to wait a little longer until I either my tastes change or they bring out a new one, which they probably will uh, at some point. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? And I just feel like that that is a, that is a healthier way of, of approaching this than just being like, well, I made the decision I want a King of Pens, so I'm just going to have to get whatever's available. Right? Like I, I don't think that's a very good way of doing it. So, yeah. yeah. I think I agree with every, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just wondering you know, from the, the devil's advocate perspective, or does the brand lose a little bit of specialness when everyone can get everything? And maybe that's not a fair thing to say. My feeling is but, yes, if they're bad, but they're not. Right. Right. Like they're, they're, they're making a bunch uh, of stuff and it's pretty much all amazing. So yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm the guy that I, I mean, for the first time ever, I've pre-ordered one. I mean, they're, 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 they're firing on all cylinders right now. I just wonder like, like I'm burnout on inks and stuff. I know mm-hmm. that's a different conversation. Like because everyone's running like constant limited edition inks, and I'm tired of the chase. Like that's not what I you know I found the inks that I like, and those are the ones I use, and I don't need all these inks. I'm wondering if that's going to start hitting on pens, but I guess it's just from an individual matter. You know, understanding what you like, understanding what you're going to lose, and you use and wait for the one that speaks to you the most. And so yeah, good stuff. So uh, are you getting the Stormy Sea? No. Yeah, me neither. I'm not going to pre- pre-order. I, this time, what I really am. What have you pre-ordered am, then? Uh, the Ocean, the uh, Pro Gear Ocean. So I, I'm, I'm good with my Royal Tangerine Orange 1911. Now I'm going to get back into the the Pro Gears with the translucency, which is really my arena. Right? That's that's mm-hmm. my place. So, so yeah, are you getting the regular Ocean? I'm getting the regular. Not the slim and not the king of pins. I'm getting the standard or whatever okay. they. <laughs> I'm getting the pro gear, mm-hmm. not the pro gear slim and not the king of pin. So the what two hundred fifty, two hundred eighty dollar one, the one in the middle. All right, I'm I'm keen yep. to see what you think of that and how that actually. Not comes king out. of I I do not need another king of pin. No, no, come on, that's I mean, that close to the serious. one that I have. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean if they if there was a red one, like I would consider like a translucent red one. They know nice. it. I might be in line, but. You know, this is too close to the one I have and too expensive to have that similar of a pen. Yeah, I'm keen to see what you think about the Ocean, right? Because, like, I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. and I know that's the next King of Pen. Um, yeah, should only be another month or so, I think. The pre-orders are out. I don't think they're actually stocked yet. So, like, you never know, right? The pictures I don't like, but maybe when I sure. see it, I might change my mind, right? But yep. I, 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 you know, it's like my original feeling about the King of Pen. I thought when, when I first saw the King of Pen, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yep. Then you I fell in love with it. Sailor. Then I used it, and then that yep. changed everything. So who knows, right? I'm saying like, the pictures that I've seen um, of of the the ocean doesn't excite me, but mm-hmm. could just be a situation where it's not photographing, right? Like who knows? You might be able sure. to see right through that pen. I doubt it, but you might be able to. You know, like sometimes this right. stuff can be difficult. So we'll wait and see. But I'm pleased that you're on the, the uh, tangerine chain train because it's a good one to be on. <laughs> yeah. Choo-choo. Love that pen. All right, let's talk about Pen Chalet, which is actually good because I think all of those sailor pens that we were just talking about, you can either buy right now or pre-order a Pen Chalet. So yeah, you, you wanna, can. You want to get that 10% code, which I'm going to tell you about in just a second. Pen Chalet sell all of the pens and all of the accessories that you want from all of your favorite brands. I mentioned they have sailor stuff. Or they have Caveco stuff. They have Pelican stuff, Lamy stuff, Pilot stuff, Namiki stuff. They have all of it. They have fast and reliable customer service. They're always doing special discounts and closeout specials, and they're doing their best to make sure that they're adding new styles of pen every single month. I feel like if there's a new pen that I hear about, Ron's got it. Like, And not only has Ron got it, Ron's doing it at a great price because that's what that's what Pen Chalet believes, yeah, believes in. And of course the the Stormy Seas right on the front page, and that's just a beautiful pen and a beautiful mm-hmm. picture. And like, yeah, I'm mm. <laughs> Pen Chalet believes in those low prices on high-quality pens, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee to back it up. 
along with very fast and reliable customer service. They sell internationally with great shipping rates. And if you're in the US, you can get free shipping on orders of over $50. I mean, and come on, how hard? How hard is that going to be? Over $50, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could do it. Go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com right now and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password PENADDICT for this week's special offer and take out the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. A special offer this week is on the Fisher Space Pen uh, Bullet Ballpoint um, in Chrome, which is a, which is a really cool looking. This is the uh, classic. Mm-hmm. This is the one that that started it all, right? Like this is the, the mm-hmm. kind of the classic look. It's a great look. Um, and I will mention again, Ron asked me too, but we did it already. Um, that Pen Chalet has the Sailor Stormy C US exclusive colorway available right now, and there is a link in the show notes for that. Um, but our special offer in in the in the secret pen addict area this week is for the Fisher Space Pen in Chrome. So go to penchalet.com, click the podcast link at the top of the website, enter the password pen addict, find those special deals, and get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. Our thanks to Pen Chalet for their continued support of this show and Relay FM. So something else further down that list has caught my eye, mm-hmm. and it's the Pilot Stargazer. This is essentially the metal barrel gold nib version of the Prera. It's a really, really nice pen, I think, and I, I'm, I'm going to go off, off topic here because I don't know for a fact, but I think this pen's being discontinued. It's an amazing pen. This is a crazy price for a gold nib metal barrel pilot pen. Um, I'm going to have to consider this one because I don't own one. I've always wanted one. It's about the it. size of a, it's the size of a Prera because it came in at a weird size and a weird price point. It's not as full length. It's a full length pen, but if anyone has used the Prera, you know that it's kind of a short pen until you post it. So that's what this kind of is. And, you know, when they came out, they were popular for a minute, but I think the price point got people in like in a weird spot. Like, you know, it's in that range where you have a lot of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it's in a spot where, I mean, it's in the no brainer price range category for a gold nib uh, pilot pen. And it feels different than any of their other pens in this range because it's a metal barrel instead of plastic barrel. So if you're, if you've been looking for a stargazer, if you're looking for like your first gold nib pen, this is a, awesome choice at a great price so keep that in mind all right so this week last week recently my good buddy matt armstrong decided to shut down the pen habit well at least step away i mean he's 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 retiring from the game if you will the blogging and video making and i just wanted to tell Matt thank you for how great he's been over the years, for all the content he's provided us, for all the fun I've had with him at pen shows, and just wanted to tell him that I was I was proud of him for making the decision. I know it's not easy. Like Once you start doing this, it's weirdly not easy to stop doing it mm-hmm. um, until you finally... you Sometimes you reach a point, and Matt's reached that point quite a while ago, and I mentioned it in the members newsletter this weekend. Like, Matt's talked about doing this for a while in a in a in a private manner uh, to some of us, and you know we support obviously every decision that he makes, and I think he's going to be you know happier and healthier, and he's excited about not doing it anymore, and I can appreciate that. Um, so I just wanted to tell him thank you for all of his years of hard work because it is really really hard work, especially what he was doing with the quality of uh, the the videos that he was putting out. Holy cow! I mean. That he he put a lot of time and effort into it, so uh, thank thank him for doing that, and for all of you other bloggers and and writers and podcasters and video makers out there, you know, keep plugging away. Even on the days when you when you feel down, like it's okay to step away and take a break. Don't kill yourself doing this, but if you love doing it, keep plugging away, and then you'll figure out, like Matt did, maybe one day it's not for you anymore, and that's okay too. Like if you have to step away. That's totally okay. You know, I, when I was writing this up, I mentioned how unique this community is into where there's zero competition between people who blog and video and podcast and people who are just people have been doing it for years and people just starting. Like everyone appreciates everyone else. There's no 
competition between the top blogs or the top video makers or the top podcasts or anything like that. Everyone wants to see everyone else do well. And I think our community is unique in that. Um, and, you know, I think our listenership and readers of all the blogs and, you know, and all the video watchers and podcast listeners, you know, understand that it's like the right type of people in the right type of community. And I'm just proud to be part of it. And I love what I do. I, um, I'm not stopping anyone anytime soon. Like I have to do this, not because it makes me money, but because it's part of who I am. Like I can't not do this, right? Like, I physically cannot talk about pens. Well, if I'm going to talk about pens, I'm going to talk about them online and share what I do. So I'm not stopping anytime soon, but I understand, you know, when Matt comes to this decision, it's not, uh, it doesn't come about easy. And uh, I totally respect that and uh, love him and love what he did for this community and uh, helping, helping build it uh, for all of us to enjoy. So thank you, Matt. This stuff's hard to start. It's hard to stop. It really, it, it, you say that out loud, it is the absolute truth. People don't, who haven't ever done it don't understand. Well, but just don't type that day. It doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> it's really hard to stop. And it's okay if you do, right? I mean, don't, you know, overextend yourself. Don't make yourself miserable because you feel like you have to meet some criteria or quota. It's really hard to stop. So just have honest conversations with yourself, have Mm -hmm. honest conversations with people in the community, ask for help. Um, You know, don't do anything you don't want to do. Don't make your life miserable. Life's too short to deal with any of that type of negativity or, uh, you know, breakdown in like your, your life situation, things like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm lucky to be in a place where, I can do it and I'm going to keep on doing it and I'm going to keep on getting better and improving and love doing it. And I'm not, I'm not stopping for the rest of my life. Um, but, uh, you know, not everyone's in the same situation. So you have to look at your own situation like Matt did and, uh, make sometimes it's a, it's a super hard decision. Like I, I literally, I like, I started crying when I (laughs) was watching Matt's video. So there's a bingo square for y'all. I didn't actually cry on this show, but I did when I was watching his video. It's like, yeah okay i do i do just want to (laughs) say something on this which is like you mentioned that you're never gonna stop it Mm -hmm. and like and and this might just be in people's minds and and it is definitely worth addressing it's Mm. you make money from it and a lot of yeah yeah i said that i said that you know and but i think it's what it's just worth underscoring it that like this is my job exactly let's let's be perfectly clear it's easier for you to keep going because not only is it the thing that you love this is the same for me not only is it the thing that you love, it's also the thing that puts food on your table. And when yep. you have a job which is requiring your time and you're also trying to do this thing on the side, sometimes you just have to make the priority shift and choose the things that are the most important that, that you actually have to do. Um, and, and then sometimes blogging or podcasting or making videos doesn't work for you. And, and I'm very much like this, right? Like if I start a thing and it's not working and it's distracting me from the stuff that I need to do, if I don't think that there's a future in it, if I don't think that it's going to work for me, I will stop doing it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I tried my hand at vlogging, and it was fun, and I enjoyed it, but I ultimately didn't think that it was going to get me what I wanted. So I took some time, I thought about it, and decided that that wasn't for me, right? Because right. it was distracting right. me from the more important things in my life. So so there you yep. go. That's kind of my feeling on it. I think we're definitely, yeah. me and you are on the same lines with this, but I wanted to just mention, like, it's important to note that like these decisions uh, are easier to make when you're actually in the case of it being part of what you do for a living. Right, right, right. So yeah, we could go back through like the entirety of our show and we could do a whole podcast on like, you know, people like to hear us talk about like the business aspects and sometimes it's hard to, to talk about, but we like being open and honest about that stuff. And like, like Chewbacca says in the chat room, I mean, I, I, before it was my job, I stopped doing it for like three, four months and then realized that I like, I couldn't quit it like this. I enjoy it too much. And then I came back with a vengeance and, you know, two, two years later that led me to quitting my job, um, Mm -hmm. because I made it happen. And, uh, two years after that, we're sitting here talking today. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's something we could talk about forever. It's something we enjoy talking about to hopefully give some insight and help others who are interested in doing this type of thing. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's always tough and you know, it's uh, always the hard decisions to make. So uh, yeah. Let's move on. Talk about the Tombow <laughs> Erogiten. Er- Erogiten. Yeah. Let's talk about, 
let's talk about Brad's adult coloring. I love coloring still to this still day. On Do you it? Still, still color? on that train? I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. on that train anymore. Not even in your Pusheen coloring books? I have them. I haven't used it in a yeah. long time. Yeah. I do like, uh, I, I still color. I have the, the, my favorite has been the Doodlers Anonymous coloring book. We'll find a link to that in the show notes. I've talked about it before. So I'll take pages for them and I, I work on them um, from time to time. Recently, I got in one of the CW Pencils um, subscription boxes. They had four postcards to color. So that's what I just colored for this review. I just enjoy sitting and coloring because sometimes I don't enjoy sitting and drawing. It makes me think too much. Like, and I get frustrated with my drawing. So coloring, I don't, the drawing's already done. I just have to color it in. So I, I enjoy doing that. But these colored pencils, number one, they're crazy expensive. But number two, they're really high quality. Like I've, I, I haven't reviewed like all the colored pencils in the world, but these seem different than anything else I've tried. They seem like they have a nicer core. They act more pencil-like. They are very fine and controllable. Um you know, making, making lines. And I don't know. I just wanted to point out this review because I liked them so much. And on top of that, they have fancy packaging that I actually approve of. You know, I'm generally packaging doesn't make, make a darn in my purchasing decision. The, the packaging on these are really, uh, feels like part of really the whole special. thing, like in a serious way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an encyclopedia setup where there's three packs of three, 10 pack boxes each. So I'm only getting one. I don't need all, I don't need 90 colored pencils in, in various ranges, but I, I picked the, the pack of 30 that I thought had the best range of colors for what I like to use. And yeah, this is, this is really, really good. So I had, there were a couple other reviews I wanted to just mention real quick. One is the Galen leather writing box, which our friend, friend of the show, Harry Marks uh, wrote for the pen addict. I was excited. Thing this is, yeah, this is like the most Instagrammable stationary product of the yeah, last year or two. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, unfortunately got a few flaws that people have, have been finding out. Like, I, I always wanted these just because it's pretty. I, I have absolutely no use for this. But, like, Harry's a writer. Harry, like, can get around the concept of actually using this, you know, taking it out, taking it on the road, setting up his kit, doing his writing, writing, working on his novels, things like that. It really, really fits like his aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And like, I could never figure out like a use case other than to take fancy pictures with. Right. I mean, it's so beautiful, but he found out and it turns out other people have found out that there's been like some technical difficulties getting these made. There's like some warping in the wood and it hasn't come out as perfect as like the pictures have indicated. Um, so just beware and be, you know, if you're in the market for this, you know, be in contact with Galen leather, they're working on, you know, making sure like everything has been, you know, like, you know, treated properly and, and the woods treated properly. So it doesn't warp or change the shape and prevent it from buckling and things like that. So it's, really cool it actually seems to be fairly priced um for what it is um you know how many people that listen to the show have a use case for that i don't know but i'd like to find out because i think they're kind of rad <laughs> like this is a great little thing but um probably something i'll never own but you know you like see the pictures and you just drool and and harry did a great job with the review so thank you harry and the pictures are awesome i mean he did super good did you in atlanta get to try Anna's Mark One filled with the Premec gel refill. Nope. So she brought this to me to try out the because it's a 0.4 millimeter gel ink refill. That's a Parker style refill. Uh, the company's called Premec. I think they're from Switzerland. And Mary Collis from the Pen Cup just did a review this past week, which we'll link to in the show notes, talking about this refill. And she picked one up. And Anna sent me one uh, just in the mail the other day. So I've started to play around with this. It's nice to have a finer tip gel ink refill to fit in the retros. Like as much as I love the Schmidt P8126 refill, I would prefer a 0.4, 0.5 millimeter black gel ink refill. The problem is no one really makes them. The last one um, that was any good was Moleskine made a great five millimeter gel, but they stopped making them pretty quickly. Uh, those were my favorites. So this is one to check out. I haven't totally used mine yet other than like popping it in a pen and writing a few lines with it. I need some more time with it. It does feel a little bit scratchy right out the gate. Like I'm fine with scratchy, fine gel ink pens. This seemed a little more scratchy than I would accept, but 
it's brand new. I want to scribble around with it and play with it some more before I really, really know. And uh, I, I want to get a black one to try out. I like the I have the blue one, so I want to try one of each. And I want to try the 0.5 millimeter. So I'll have to order some more. But this one may be an option, Mike, for uh, people looking for fine gel ink refills for their retros and other yeah. pins that fit the Parker style gel. Yeah, and I know, I know from talking to people that like there are a bunch of people that. I get it. Like they like the design, but just don't like the refill because that refill yep. was very particular. I mean, it is the particularness which makes it what I think one of the best refills are on the market today. But that does mean that it's not going to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of things. Yep. All right. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the U.S. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients with step-by-step recipes right to your door. When you cook with Blue Apron, you're not just having burgers for dinner. You're making seared steaks and thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots, for example. And all of their meals are ready in under 45 minutes. That's all it's going to take you to put them together. They have 12 new recipes every week that you can choose from. You can pick two, three, or four based on what best fits your schedule. And you can count on them for great quality food and meat with no added hormones. From now to May 21st, Blue Apron is teaming up with Airbnb to bring you the best home cooking from around the world. Check some of these meals out every week. The menu will feature a recipe delivered in collaboration with an Airbnb host. You can cook meals like roast pork and salsa verde with sautéed sautéed vegetables from Florence, beef and rice a beef and rice bowl with soft boiled eggs and roasted broccoli from Tokyo, or what about beef empanadas with roasted sweet potatoes and creamy zucchini from Buenos Aires? Brad, how do they sound? <laughs> it sounds like I need to place an order. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been missing out, been missing out the last few weeks, so I, I need to get back on it. What I've always there's two things that I've always been impressed with uh, Blue Apron for. One is the quality of the meats, like it, whether it's you know steaks yeah. or ground beef or chicken or fish. It's always like, wow, this is as good as any restaurant, any nice restaurant I've been to. You know that's how it always tastes. And then second, the like the additional like the additional spices or like the small things like butter or honey they provide to cook with are always like superior quality, like the best stuff. Like you can you can really taste the difference in like the stuff that, you know, I have in our spice cabinet. You know, I enjoy their spices and their butter <laughs> always more than than ours. So it, it's really nice how they do that. Yeah, it it cannot be like emphasized enough how good a meal can be if the ingredients are good. Like mm-hmm. you you may think that like whenever you've cooked it always comes out bad, but you just may not have been using high enough quality ingredients, and that's the kind of thing mm-hmm. you're gonna get with Blue Apron. With their incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do. Blue Apron is treating you to your first three meals free with free shipping. Just go to blueapron.com slash penaddict. That is right now. Just go check out this week's menu. Get three meals free of free shipping at blueapron.com slash penaddict. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So at the Atlanta Pen Show, our, our friend Sarah from the BYOB podcast uh, hooked us up with the uh, the Pen Addict Tokes she made mm-hmm. us, or beanies, or knit hats, whatever uh, your country Woolly prefers hat. to to call them. Woolly hat is mm-hmm. that what you call them? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I got yelled at for not using the the toque, which I, I or toque, I guess is the proper pronunciation. Uh, which I I love that word. I just have a hard time saying it. Um, she came out with uh, the the patterns keep increasing, and I saw the erasable one, the or the wood clinched one. I'm sorry, uh, with the pencil one, and they ca- it came out awesome. So I wanted to put a link into Sarah's work over on Ravelry, where you can either buy the hats or buy the patterns if you're a knitter, and you can uh, learn to make these patterns. She has BYOB, Pay It Forward, Pen Addict, Wood Clinched, and uh, I'm sure she'll be adding some more. So they're really cool. Love this, love this hat so much. I have so. mine uh, sitting on top of my Pusheen plush because it's warm here now. So yeah, exactly. Hat, but Pusheen's looking sweet, and as soon nice. as the colder weather comes, that'll be on my on my brain box. Yes, I that's. I was glad I got to wear it right after the Atlanta Pen Show because we froze on that Monday. <laughs> well, <laughs> right it was after funny the show. because was you were colder than everybody else, which was hilarious. All, all the us people that live in colder climates were laughing at you because yeah. you, you felt the requirement to wear a woolly hat all day. 
Yeah, and I'm a warm guy. I mean, I don't normally run cold. You sure, but, are, uh, Brad Dowdy. Yes, I am. I know you've you've been in my bedroom. Oh my! All right, gosh. at TPA, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron has a question for us, Mike, and I, I like this question, and I'm going to do this. Hi, Brad. I have a question for the podcast. Are you or Mike participating in the 2018 Reddit Gifts Pins and Stationery Exchange? Reddit Gifts does Secret Santa exchanges throughout the year connecting strangers all over the world, and one of the exchanges starting this month is Pins and Stationery. Have you or Mike ever tried out anonymous gift exchanges before? So the Pen Addict Slack does have a Secret Santa. I've participated in that before. It's super fun. I have not seen or participated in this Reddit one or or any of them before. I've seen them before. Uh, I always see the, the post when someone gets Bill Gates every year, right? That's always a thing because he always hooks people up with some some sweet stuff. So is this something you're ever interested in or have done or interested in doing this year? I have heard of this before, mostly around mm-hmm. Secret Santa. I didn't know that they did these gift exchanges outside of that. Um, mm-hmm. That wasn't something that I was aware of. Uh, I have never done anything like this. Um, There's the a lot of pressure is, involved. <laughs> this is it. I don't. I honestly don't feel like I could do a good enough job. <laughs> Even though you could, you know you would. Like, but yes, there's a pressure involved with this. But I'm going to give this one a shot, and, and I, I want to see. Not for I want to hear what this is like. I want you. I want to know if you go through it. I want. I want you to. We want you to report back on the show. Um, and yeah. Tell everybody how it goes for you. I think the sign up ends pretty soon. Let me bring okay. this up here. Uh, one of the things is one of the current exchanges is for people who like all things British. <laughs> You'd be pretty good at that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, there's 1,747 people signed up Oof. and it closes on May the 14th. So yeah, I'm going to do this. So I, after the show today, uh, I'll sign up for it and we'll, we'll track this on the, uh, on the show. Um, you know, who I get, what I'm going to be gifting. Although I probably can't say it, you know, I don't think who knows we if they're talk a about it like, It's all secret. Cause you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. There is probably a pretty strong Venn diagram overlap of people familiar with you. And signing up for this, mm, I don't like, know about I, that. No, because... it's not going to be everyone, <laughs> but it's going to be. Okay, there's going to be more people in the pens exchange than there are probably in yeah. the uh, condiments exchange, right? Like, it, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is possible. Like ten percent overlap compared to one percent overlap exactly. is a giant is a giant. But like, change. still ten percent. That's pretty huge. If that was the case, yes, right? And, that's and what I'm I think that that's that my is point. Yeah. definitely possible. Right. Right. All right, Will says he's back with another question. Sorry, Will, I don't remember your previous question, but I still love you. Uh, Mike doesn't. He doesn't like you. He's not a fan of Will's, um, especially the fair. ones in the throne in the throne room. Um, I have $150 that I would like to use towards the purchase of a good fountain pen. Should I go with a Pilot Vanishing Point or a Franklin Kristoff Model 20 with a steel nib? Thanks for your input. You go. Model 20. I, I think that answer's easy, yeah. Model 20, I think. Model 20. Yeah. I, it's such a good pen for everything. Like the Pilot Vanishing Point, I love it. I don't think it's good for everything. The Model Twenty is good for everything. You can pick out what type of steel nib you want and get something tweaked on it if you want. Um, I don't know. They have great colors, great designs. It's my favorite, or one of my favorites. Um, I like the Model O Two. The Twenty has the slip cap, which I like. I have the clipless. Model 20s with the slip slip cap. They're great writers, cool colors. Yeah, I think this is uh, an easy answer for, uh, turns out, both of us. So, all right. L. Jane Woolcock wants to know, I bought a Platinum 3776, and I love this pen, but the nib is causing me problems. It's ultra ultra extra fine, and it feels like I'm gouging into the paper even when I'm writing, writing on high-quality paper like Rhodia. Am I doing something wrong? No, you're using a one point an o point one millimeter fountain pen nib, so you have to understand platinum's ultra extra fine is insanely fine it's going to take it's gonna have a very small sweet spot the angle is gonna be have to held correct held correctly um this is one of the most delicate pens on the market from a from a stock nib and they only started making these nibs widely available um in in the u.s market and other markets in the past year or two because they're so fine they are just super super particular you might want to get it checked out to make sure the tines are aligned 
you know, have a, a Nibmeister look at it just to tune it, if you will, just to make sure everything's aligned up properly. But yeah, this is a 0.1 millimeter nib. I don't even own one of these. Like, I, I love them. I've tried them. I have pins ground down to something close to this. This is the craziest fine stock nib on the market, in my opinion. Um, it's it's very particular just in how you hold it, how you write with it. I would have someone check it out if you think it's causing a real problem to make sure there's no tying issues because it is so fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, more hit and miss than you know, say a medium nib, something like that. I I would like to see you try this pin one day, Mike. Uh, I don't know if you've ever tried one. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doc Himes wants to know, with Dudek Modern Goods taking a hiatus, hiatus, what are your other go-to multi-pin holders for use on a desk or dresser shelf as opposed to cases and bags? This is a tough question. I couldn't really come up with a great answer besides some of the E&M products um, that are available like at JetPens and other retailers. I have a couple that I haven't started using yet. I just got one of their longer blocks to begin to use, but I haven't started filling things up in it yet. It has varying size diameters of holes to store pins in. Some of them are really wide, which I don't know what to do with. So that's the only thing on my my radar right now as far as, as those goes. You can probably find a lot of smaller makers that I'm unaware of, like on Etsy. I just do a search for that. I bet you could come up with a whole list of prob- and probably find some pretty neat stuff and maybe maybe share with us if you find something. But I'm sure there's a pl- probably a lot of wood makers out there making stuff like this that we're just unaware of. That's uh, probably pretty nice too. You have anything, Mike? You're, you're, you're all in on the Dudek. I'm all in on the Dudek. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know what else to say. I mean, I also have been using recently um, the like the custom blocks that were made for me by Listener Allen. Do you remember those? They got like the Relay right. FM logo on and, and the mic was right. I've been using those because they're awesome too. But yeah, yeah. I, I've, never, I've never found a product that I've been able to buy um, that gives me what I want other than, other than Dudek stuff, I'm afraid. Right, right. Maybe it's just because we're not aware. Like, I've seen plenty of other things. I just, nothing's, like, registering with me to, like, say that's the thing, so. All right, last one. Ari Thornton. Uh, This is an awesome question. You've both raved about the M805 Ocean Swirl as well as the new Canalea. If you could only use one, which one and why? I'm going to go with Canalea. Because I have a few reasons for this. I like Pelicans. I love Canalea pens. And I do think that part of this for me is knowing the story behind the product, right? Like knowing where they came from, knowing that they're handmade by a small team of people, knowing all of the thought that goes into them. Like it's kind of hipster, but I like that, right? That's kind of how I am. You know, it's like the Mm -hmm. idea of the small batch or whatever, right? Like that whole thing about like, you know, the authentic made. Like I like that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, Pelicans are made with a lot of care, and but it feels like a big company. It doesn't feel the same. Um, I mean, also as well, I actually do think that as nice as the Ocean Swirl looks, I do prefer the look of the Hanoama Bay. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm falling. I would go Canalea. So I'm going to do like you. I got to take the big breath. <sighs> I'm picking the Pelican. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough decision but the number one i like if i if i had to pick purely on looks like the the newest uh canalea the hanama bay between the ocean swirl just on aesthetics the canalea is like a 10 out of 10 and the ocean swirl is like a 9.5 out of 10 okay so (laughs) i would pick that but if my choice is to what pin i'm going to use every day i'm going to pick the pelican pretty much every time because it fits my hand from a writing perspective better. It has a piston filler, the gold nib. I Pelican's extra fine gold nibs in the 805 don't need any work for me to use. It's a perfect writing pen, perfectly balanced. I get a lot of joy out of using my Canalea pens. The Ocean Swirl is a workhorse of a pen. And, you know, if those are the only two pen choices I had to use, like, for the rest of my life or the rest of the year say I, I would pick the 805 and it actually wouldn't be much of a competition interesting okay i mean mm-hmm. I, I i understand 
Um, oh yeah, I mean, and like <laughs> Hanama Bay might be number two, right? It's like it's un- it's almost unfair, right? Because it's so close. But if I'm forced to pick one, I'm using the 805 every day without question. That doesn't mean anything against the Hanama Bay. It's a stunner. I want to use it. It's inked up right now, you know. But the pen I've been using, like just over the past week or two, is Ocean Swirl, like every day. It's really, really. It's it's a amazing writing pen, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's why I love this question so much. It is really hard to answer because it's so close. And like, yeah. if you pick one over the other, it feels like you're saying the other one's bad, and that's not the case. Like, it is that close, and that's why we pick something different because it is that close. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, great question. I love these type of tough, tough questions. So, and I'll, I'll be like both of us were we're willing to uh, put it on the line, put it down on paper, right? I think that's. That we would, right? We'd just write it onto paper. It's not going to go anywhere yep. else. That's our job. All right, should we wrap it up? We should. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find our show notes, head to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 307. Thanks to Harry's, Blue Apron, and Pen Chalet for their support of this show. If you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on a future episode, just send in a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA. They go into a document for us to pull out. Um, if you want to check out the show live, we record every Wednesday, typically or around uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. But you can go to relay.fm slash live, and there's a, there's a link that you can hit there to get our schedule. Um, so you can see, I mean, we always try to keep that up to date if there's been any changes. But uh, it's a great live crew that hang out every week. Um, and so you can you can come and join and hang out with us. Actually, you can go directly to relay.fm slash schedule, and you can get that. Um, you can find out exactly when we're going to be recording live along with all the other shows that do. Now, chat room's a great thing to be in. There's a bunch of great folk in there every single episode. If you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com. He is dowdyism on Twitter, penaddict on Instagram. Brad's doing a bunch of stuff on Instagram Live, so make sure you go and follow Brad and have your notifications on so you can keep up with that. Um, and you can also find Brad's amazing work on cases over at knock.co. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, on social networks. This show is a part of Relay FM. There's a ton more shows, and I bet it's something else you're going to love. Go to relay.fm slash shows, and you can find more right there. Um, but until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad, and God save the queen. Why? Why are we doing that? I don't know. Why not? Okay. Ha <laughs> ha